following is a very important message. Once you've seen the whole, you gots to pay for the show. Alright, so check this out, kids. <laughs> Our two toonies got into a little bit of a hot poutine back in Canada. You see that crazy French witch doctor that turned our friend of the show Wes into a moose got a little bit ticked off that his new moosey Wessy creation got bloated up. <laughs> he took out his revenge and sent the souls of the happy host and the happy robot all the way to France. They were able to recuperate though, seeing how the robot is basically just a floor vac and a desk lamp, and the happy host doesn't mind sewing together a few spare parts. <laughs> Let's go see who else they can piss off today. A stranger has come. Leave. Leave before it is too late. Now, say my name. Sausage Mahoney. You're goddamn right. Human blood keeps them alive forever. Well, I know there's a couple of gorillas around here and I wonder if he's a killer. Stay in your homes, I repeat. Stay in your homes. Your personal safety, the safety of the entire city, depends upon your full cooperation with the military authorities. I'm almost done sewing this left arm on. Could you please hold on to the thread for me? By the way, <laughs> the lampshade gives a nice touch. <laughs> Shut up. At least I'm not lopsided. Captain Dangles. Sure, one arm is a slightly bit longer than the other, but it's the best I could do on such short notice. You could have at least found a body with both arms still attached. Eris, I'm a doctor, not a grave robber. Then why is your degree written in what I'm hoping to God is brown crayon? <laughs> oh, you got me. Well, while we're in France, let's see just how touristy we can be. <laughs> Are we finally going to skip your dumbass stories this week? Oh, don't bet on it, Eris. There's always a story. There's an unexplained phenomenon that tends to happen to you when you are not quite asleep, but not quite awake. You can see and hear everything, but you can't move. Some people claim to have seen demons holding them down. It's something that occurs all over the world. In France, it is known as Demon du Sommeil, but you might also know it as Sleep Paralysis. Oh, crap. I've got exams tomorrow. I promised myself I'd get a good night's sleep. Yet I'd woken up in the middle of the night for no reason. Bloody sods, law. Ah, what time is it anyway? Oh, it's 3.20. Right, 
That's not too bad, I suppose. I could still get about four more hours of sleep. But my brain just won't settle back down. Oh, every position I can think of just isn't working. Oh my god. Is it... Is it really four o'clock already? This is too much. I... I need to be ready for my exams. Uh, where's my iPod? Oh, there we go. Relaxing music. Uh, this is pleasant. Uh. Oh, oh. What's that noise? Uh, scratching the wall. Uh, feeling an overwhelming sense of evil. Filling the room. It's impossible to describe. A, a sensation of, of hell and hatred. I don't see anything. I, I just feel this presence. Presence of pure evil. Ugh. I can't move. It's as if my, my mind is awake, but my body isn't. Oh, this is fear like like no other I've ever experienced in my life. A sheer terror engulfing me fully. Uh, uh, what? Uh, there's, a, there's a hand. A, a hand coming around the door. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, the, the heavy, raspy breathing. Every, oh, everything is so dark I can hardly see. It appears to be the hand of a a shadow. Oh, it's opening the door. There's the full figure. Dark, gray, draped in a long coat with a hood. I don't see a face, just a long, tangled gray hair. I feel compelled to name it. Oh, the hag. Oh, <laughs> oh it's not funny. Oh, I'm terrified. I cannot scream. Oh, as she comes across the room, as she's sitting on my chest. What are you doing? Ah! Her hands around my neck. Oh, oh being suffocated. Oh, oh, I need to move. Oh, concentrate every bit of my energy and my strength to move my ankle, my finger, anything. For if I can do that, I can. I could defeat this demonic being. Oh, she's crushing my ribs and compressing my lungs. Oh, I feel as though I'm dying. Uh, I cannot let myself be consumed by this evil. I, I don't want it. There's nothing I can do to escape. I, I can't let this happen. I won't be taken by it. Oh, but the life is being drained from me. I have to win. If I could do even the smallest thing, I, I'm certain I could survive. Yet, how could I? Oh, those eyes. Glowing and staring at me, emerging from behind the curtain that conceals my wardrobe. Bright white, with no pupils. Ooh, 
seemed to belong to some sort of strange horse-like creature. No, sir. I didn't like it. Oh, the eyes protrude from the head like light bulbs. What? There's a, another presence behind me. Something cold and malevolent. Oh, it is making the same scratching sound I had heard earlier. Uh, louder, though. And in fact, it's as loud as the breathing of the hag on my chest. Oh, I swear I feel it scratching my head. Oh, there's pain. But it feels unreal. I can feel it, but not. Rather, see it. Oh, I cannot fight anymore. I give up. Suffocate me, hag. Oh, just choke me. Oh, but what happened? Oh, it all stopped. Oh, oh I'm awake. Oh. Nothing. Nothing on my neck. I, I, all I see is darkness. Darkness, everybody! Darkness is great! I'm alive. It, oh, it's so strange. A second ago, I, I was about to die, and now I'm fine. Oh, I remember it all. It's definitely not a dream. But I don't know if it was real or, or not, and I... I don't think I'll ever have any way of knowing what I do know. That sense of evil I felt was the worst thing anyone could ever endure. Oh, I hope to God that never happens again. Yeah, it's an odd thing to be afraid of the past, isn't it? Oh! <laughs> Sweet dreams. Oh! Would you look at that? The guy just won't die. Oh, wow, Wes! Ah! What in the Sam Hill is going on here? You were killed as a moose by a Mountie! Yeah, well, you win some, you lose some. That doesn't make any- Crepes! Yeah, they're part of the contest. I'm hosting the annual crepe off. The best crepe makers from around France come to test their skills. Oh, I- I figured you'd be more interested in a crepe-eating competition. Nah, I'm on the keto. Can't touch him. Fascinating. Oh, it's about to start! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the annual Paris Crepe-Off. The first contestant to make enough crepes to reach the top of the Eiffel Tower wins! Wait, I thought this was a contest of quality, not quantity. Well, you thought wrong. Now everybody on their marks gets set. Oh! That just makes me so angry! He's morphing. That's no regular contestant. That's a wolf man! Baby, that's not just wolf man! No, it's an American wolf man in Paris. Ah, he's not even French. Disqualification! Wait, but, but I. No buts, you're out of here! Oh! <laughs> Ain't that just the crepes? Please kill me.
Aren't you just excited to go visit grandfather's brother in Paris, brother? Oh yes, very excited indeed. On the few occasions I've met him, it was very clear that he was a disturbed individual with some sort of something bothering him all day and night. I figured he'd had a stroke or perhaps he was just plain senile. Too right, brother. Well, I'm curious. We should go ask Grandfather. Maybe he'll tell us the story behind his brother. Oh yes, quite indeed. Grandfather! What is it? Grandfather, please tell us the story of your brother. Please tell us why he is so off his rocker. Yes, his rocker! Uh, I don't know. Uh, boys, come, come here. You know, it's a well-known fact that beneath Paris, there's over 400 miles of ancient catacombs going deep underground. That is indeed a well-known fact. Indeed. Well, that's a subterranean labyrinth that many people have explored and, and have gotten lost in. Get a... My brother, Alex, he... He had no plans of exploring those catacombs. Now, uh, he, he just recently graduated from college, and he was engaged to his future wife. Things were just going swell for him. I do love a good romantic story. Hush, brother. I think he's getting to the best part. Well, uh, Alex, my, my brother, he said that, uh... One night he was gonna go off to fetch some food for dinner, and... He thought he'd try a different path to the store than he usually took. Now, but he, he took a wrong turn somewhere, and he kept going. He should have stopped and asked for directions, but you know, that's Alex for you. So typical, Alex. Classic. Well, before he knew it, he was lost. Lost in Paris. What I wouldn't give. The next part it was a bit blurry, but uh, he was in a very shady neighborhood with very poor lighting. Budget cuts, indeed. <laughs> well, the, the last thing he remembered was uh, he was walking to the side of the road for a smoke. And the next thing, thing I, I knew, knew, I was in total darkness. Darknesses! It was up to my waist in water. And I'd fallen into a recently opened hole leading to the catacombs of Paris. Noticed that the passageways began leading downward. That is not where I wanted to go. Eventually, I found a large, empty room. I decided I would rest there. I couldn't sleep. I lost all hope at this point. I was tottering on the edge of passing out, but I heard something. Ugh. What is that sound? Footsteps. It almost sounded like wheezing. Iris! Weezing, not Weezer. Weezing. Jerk. You there? Help! As soon as I called for help, footsteps and breathing stopped. Catacombs were deathly silent, except for the occasional droplet of water. I stood like that for about an hour, listening for a response. Something. Eventually, the footsteps began again, and once again, I called out for help. This time, I got my answer. Help! That scream rang out. It was far too feminine to be a man. Baby! Too deep to be a woman. It was loud and it lasted a long time. Beneath it, I could hear the footsteps with increased intensity. That's when I jolted up and ran like hell, blindly struggling through the catacombs. The scream didn't seem to be getting any farther. So I kept running, running for all my life, brother. 
No matter how much it hurt to do so, I ran. I ran so far away. Eventually the shriek faded, but the footsteps were as loud as ever. I ran through the catacombs for what seemed like hours. Eventually I came across a ladder. I climbed that ladder. From what it sounded like, the mystery thing didn't follow him. They took out his lighter and shined it down to see what had been chasing him, but it moved away upon seeing the light. Alex hauled ass up the stairs. Father's using curse words. This is quite titillating. Quite. You kids are weird. He found a manhole, but it, it wouldn't, wouldn't budge. He yelled and, and banged for a while, and eventually some passers-by heard him, and the police came to his rescue. He was a good 30 miles away from his apartment, in the residential part of Paris. That is quite a journey. Quite indeed. And to this day, whatever it was that he saw, it drove him crazy. That's why... That's why he's a bit off his rocker, as you'd say. Thank you for the story, Grandfather. Yes, thank you. Now we're off. Where are you going? Why, we're going to explore the catacombs under Paris. Tally-ho! Boys! No, wait! Come back! Special memories that you are one to capture. Create a true relationship that's why I wrote this capture. Common ground and common goals allow us to create something unforgettable. We know that you won't hate. We know you love it because it's based upon your vision. You can go and find out more at twoplanetproductions.com. Okay, once again, you flaming hot fish sticks. The gay fish just can't live in the outside world forever. It is time for the creepy pasta <laughs> Sail! In France, a young ambient musician by the name of Charles undertook an interesting new project. He was going to record the sound of himself sleeping and release it under the name La Nuit. The Night. Charles lived alone in a rural area, which would remove things like car alarms, traffic, and such from being recorded. He planned his project for many months, acquiring the sensitive equipment to capture all outside noises as well as his own during sleep. Finally, on the 27th of September. Do you remember? Yeah, Ceres, we all remember. Jerk. He decided to execute his plan. He set up all his equipment and fell asleep at midnight. The next day, Charles reviewed the recording. For the first hour, the recording played his own tossings and turnings as well as some distant dog barks. Bow. And a few car alarms. So much for his plan to distance himself from God. These continued throughout the second hour as well, until Charles heard something that horrified him. For exactly three hours and twenty-four minutes in, the recording played the sound of his bedroom door 
opening. <laughs> what is behind you? Ah! No! The end! Ladies and gentlemen, musical guest, Rukyun Shegron.
That's it for the show. If you're listening to us on iTunes, hey, rate and review. Rate us five stars. Anything less, you're just a dick. But you can also listen to us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher, all the other crappy apps. Or you can follow us on Facebook, on Instagrams, on Twitters. Real happy horror. Or you can email me, happyhorrorcoffeebreak at gmail.com. Or you can call me. That's 918-928-5236. That is 918. What? Lado? Oh, Aries! Do we have any voice messages today? Yup. Sock it to me! Boris Orlock, this is the Central Intelligence Agency of the United States of America. We have a location on you and your demonic robot in Paris, France. Please, remain where you are. We are underway to your location presently. Thank you for your cooperation, and we will CIA you soon. Make it a great day. Well, that's unsettling. Looks like it's time for us to get the hell out of Europa! Ha ha ha! all my cash is with my original body back in Canada. Any chance you might have come across some spare change while hooking it last night? The hell you know about what I do at night? I know everything that you do. You. Creep. Fine. Dip cheese. I'll call a cab. Oh, well, we're calling a cab? How's about you get online and call up a t-shirt? <laughs> or some socks. Or some hoodies. <laughs> or just one each. It doesn't matter. As long as you're buying it from teespring.com forward slash stores forward slash happy horror merch. Because anything that you buy from that particular web page, all of the profits go to Tuberous Sclerosis Alliance. And you can check them out at tsalliance.org. Oh, and also while you're plugged into the interspace, why don't you order up some coffee? Order one for me too! <laughs> Go to deathwishcoffee.com But before you check out, make sure to use the code Happy Horror. That's one word. You should know how to spell it. You're listening to the Happy Horror Coffee Break. Go to deathwishcoffee.com, use code Happy Horror, and get 10% off that order. Oh, yeah, the stories Sleep Paralysis by somebody who didn't leave their name, Paris, <laughs> by somebody else who didn't leave their name, and La Nuit by somebody else who didn't leave their name. Actually, these are all from Creepypasta, and they all say written by blank. So if anybody knows of these stories and like to correct me on that, you can correct my silly ass <laughs> on any of the previously mentioned sites. I credit every story, so if there's no name on there, how in the hell am I going to credit it? Who I can credit is Rekhun Chagrin with their song Semaphore. Shark Sadness, Signal Men. Harry Squat, in the hell are you going on about? You're a fucking tumor. Also, your French pronunciations aren't even recognizable as a language. You're driving me nuts! But I think our cab is coming. <laughs> so, once again, you cranberry castrators, enjoy your ananas méchant coffee break. Comedy! Channel 4. And a half.